Hey everybody, this is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And we are Medicare Agent IQ. We are a podcast that's really been put together to help agents to be more successful. Whether you are a long-term agent, you've been doing this for a lot of years and you already know what you're doing to keep sharpening those tools. Or whether you're a new agent or, or someone that's struggling, our goal is just really to give as much information as we can to help agents to be successful. Yeah, no matter your path, I feel like there's a lot of good things that you can take away from the things that we talk about. And so we got some exciting things that we're gonna talk about here today. You no, know, you've got it there in your hands. What do you got there? Yeah, it's a it's a book that that changed my life. And and uh, so I lo I'm looking into the camera right now, like this book changed my life. It's how to win friends and influence people. And it's something I just kind of wanted to talk about, but to, to go over some of the principles that have helped me kind of shape uh, how I do things to, to be successful, not only in sales, but, but in life. Yeah. So. Things that you can apply, can apply to all. And for the record, I want everyone to know that this is a book that I've never read. So yep. this is going to be interesting, but you actually told me, Hey, I don't know that you need to read this book. Yeah. You know, so, it's, it, so, so I want to just give some backstory real quick. Yeah. So one of the, one of the reasons that this book has been so impactful for me is because I needed it. Uh, not that I struggled to make friends, but there was a, it was always like, well, if I wanted, if I wanted you to be my friend, I would, I, I could get you to be my friend. But, but to be real honest, there was a time in my life where I was very opinionated had very strong opinion where I wasn't, uh, I wasn't the kind of person that, that you would enjoy being around. If, you know, if, you know, if, if, if we got into a debate, it was kind of, you know, I grew up watching, I grew up watching eight mile, right? Like, <laughs> like, so I'm like, I wanted to, I wanted to get you to a point where I proved you so wrong that, that you stopped talking. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. just like, you have nothing left to say, kind of leave you like a pop a dot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I know that the, the people who are watching this, everybody's seen eight mile. So yeah. I had to bring that it's up. Classic. You know, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I was kind of that person. And I was just like, I was, I was a person that, that to be real honest, that I wouldn't so much like right now, very, had a very strong political opinion that I felt for some reason that everybody needed to know. And I felt yeah. like that, 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 that people had to, to know what I was thinking, know my opinion. And if they were wrong, I had to make a point. Like if, if you and I had a conversation, uh, I would have to make a point that I was wrong, yeah. even to the point where I had a, a friend and, uh, and I told her, you know, we were going back and forth and I was like, look, if I'm, if I'm right, uh, if, if, if I prove that I'm right, you have to sing a song, Raul was right. And I am wrong <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. So it kind of just became this thing, but, but, but that's that kind of, even though it was said so lightheartedly, that kind of shows the heart of where I right. was mentally. Was there a point that you just decided, you know what, like I'm, I'm extremely opinionated and I'm always forcing myself, my opinion on other people. I need to do something about that or what, what led you to this book? Yeah, really. Uh, so my old director, he was a director over at Humana. He'd given this book to everybody just as a way to be successful in sales. He was like, Hey guys, you, you really need to read this book. So you know how it is when you, when you work at a company, some people read the book, others just kind of put it right away yeah. in their, <laughs> on their desk and be like, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. But I started reading it and uh, just really, you know, wanting to advance my career. Yeah. And, and so I talked to, to, to him and he said, Hey, look, honestly, I think that if you, if you read this book, you will, 
you you it will there will be some changes that you make. So I I know that he knew me, and so he knew that there's some some things probably that I could uh, benefit from changing. And so just to go over, I want to I want to go over again. It's how to win friends and influence people. My goodness, it's probably a hundred years old. Is is, is it that the, old? Yeah. Wow. It was you know but the, the the great part of it is to be honest, these principles they don't change from all of these years. Yeah. So again, this book really, I would say changed the trajectory of my life. And um, I, I find it, you know, right now we, we have an agency about 225 agents total that are contracted with our with our agency. I find it hard to believe that if I was still that same opinionated person, always wanted to prove people wrong, always have my phone out so I could prove people yeah. wrong. I find it very hard to believe that I would be in the same position that I'm in. I don't today. know that I'd be here with you. Right, yeah, no, no, really you wouldn't. <laughs> it, it, and so, uh, uh, and every once in a while, like that, that stuff still comes out of me, but, but there's the principles in the, in this book really kind of put me in a, in a different place. And so I really thought it'd be cool if, if we go through some of them, not all of them yeah. and, and talk about it, but just to, to kind of give you guys, um, just some, some of the principles in here. One of them is it says, uh, you can't win an argument just you, you yeah. just you can't and and when i got to that point in the book i was like oh my gosh wait a minute like that's what i try to do all the time <laughs> i'm time. all about winning arguments and and things like this and um another one if you're wrong admit it you know there's a lot of times where people want to make excuses right so like if they make a mistake they they do i remember even recently there was a an individual where she felt like i like I wronged her and she was a, a, a person that was very important to me. Frankly, there was probably, uh, there's probably a valid reason why I, I did things the way that I yeah. did. But in our conversation, really because of this book, I knew that in that moment she needed a, I'm sorry, not yeah. a, I'm sorry, but by the way, this is kind of why I made this decision. It was, I'm sorry. And it was a principle that I found in this book and really ultimately led to our relationship being restored yeah. because of that. It could have gone, could have gone the opposite way if I wanted to, you know, hold strong to that. So, so there's that and, uh, just, just other ones, a formula that will work wonders for you. So, um, think what everybody wants where he talks about, you know, just kind of when you're getting to know people, the most important word in every person's vocabulary is me followed by I, people want to talk about themselves. Right. And so kind of learning those things. And, and, and from this book, I was really able to, to, to learn not only how to, how to win friends and influence people, because that's a big benefit, but, but really how to make people feel good about themselves yeah. and, and, and show people their worth. And I, I learned that all with the time going through this book. So. In college, I, you made me think of something. In college, I had this professor. He said, you want to know the best way to get somebody to like you? Give them an opportunity to brag about themselves. Give oh, them yeah. an opportunity to talk about themselves. And I thought, that's it? Like that's, but it's such a simple <clears throat> thing. But you're right. The, the first words that people like to say are, are me and I. They like to talk about themselves. They like to have that platform, the opportunity to to kind of toot their horn. Right? Yeah, people love that. And, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay uh, being on the receiving end of that. I want to hear what they want to brag about. I, right. I, like, I, I want to I hear. And not only that, but I want to celebrate what you want to celebrate. If there's yeah. something that, that you think is really cool about, about you that you've done, uh, I want to celebrate that with yeah. you and just be like, and, and genuinely celebrate that with you yeah. which is our first talking point that we have there it's we principle go. number one absolutely so showing genuine interest in others explain 
that truly caring about clients and their needs, right? If you're, now, if we're applying this on the Medicare side, when you're when you're sitting at the kitchen table with somebody and you're you're looking you're looking to make a sale and you want to w- walk away from a sale, you've got to show that you genuinely care about the individual. So being on the receiving end of that and showing the person that you care that you're not just a salesman that's in there that's trying to make a sale it's not a transaction it's not transactional it's got to be a relationship that you're in there and that you want to build yeah in in what i find is that there are people who will pretend to be genuinely interested and here's the secret to all of it you can't appear to be genuinely interested in what someone's saying if you're not yeah Right. So you have to make the decision to take an interest in what they're saying. I want to I want to stop for a minute and actually care about what you're talking about. So there's people that want to that all they do is work on their lawn like me. (laughs) That's not all I do, but that's one of the things that I really like. And and so if you you like when I call you and I ask you a question about my about my lawn, it feels good. It feels good. But, But here's the thing. When when, you know, you spend that much time working on keeping your grass green, which mine is probably the greenest that you'll find. But but you find someone they do that. The minute you start talking about that, that's something you can genuinely be interested in is, is, oh, tell me about that. Just kind of like what you do, right? You start asking questions and, and, and things like, let me go back. The reason that I told Oscar, I really didn't think that he needed the How to Win Friends and Influence book is because I feel like he really got that nailed down. Like when I first met Oscar, like, and, and even uh, up until you started having, uh, and until until you had your son, you were with people all the time, and not just like the same people, like different people yeah. all the time. You're very good with people naturally. So, uh, so I will say that some of the things that that we're going to go over here, some people just naturally have it. Others, it, it, it takes a little bit to to learn those things. So, uh, but yeah, showing genuine interest in people to me is going to be one of those one of those biggest things. But again, it's actually kind of finding common ground, right? Like finding the things that you can take a genuine interest yeah. in you know there there there's I, I guarantee you in any conversation that you have with somebody there are things that you will be able to find that you're like oh yeah i, I actually really interested in what you have to say right. even though it's not really your thing yeah absolutely i'm a sports guy yeah. so whenever early on in my career i, rem- I remember walking into homes and i'd fit, try to find some kind of way to to talk sports because that was easy for me it was it was natural so here, based in San Antonio, we're big Spurs fans. It's the only pro sports team that we have. So it was always, hey, did you catch the game? Let's talk some Spurs. But then you run into situations where people, nah, I don't I don't care about sports. And it's like, okay, what's next? And so right. it was actually something that I had to work on and I had to work towards finding common ground. So you start looking at pictures on the wall, you know, anything that they have on display in their home is going to tell you what it is that they're interested in. And I bet there's something there that you can find that's going to be some common ground. Again, so you find that common ground, you show not just an interest, but a genuine interest in that, and you give them an opportunity to talk about it. That's just going to kind of warm things up for you when you're in that appointment, because they're a complete stranger and you want to, you want to, begin that relationship and you want to get off to a good, nice, warm start. Yeah. No better way than asking people questions about themselves to, to warm up that relationship. 
The uh, the next one, uh, next principle that we're going to highlight here is smile and be friendly. Yeah. And I think that's it. Gosh, where just kind of coming where I come from, like you don't see guys smile a, <laughs> like a whole lot, right? No. It's like, like uh, it, it, it. But but what I've started doing and just it, it, it's it's kind of come full circle for me where it used to be like uh, almost never smiling to. Uh, I was talking with, a, she was, she's a director for our upline and, and she was like, yeah, that's the thing about you, Raul, you're always smiling. I was like, really? <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know, like, and, it, and it's just because I kind of just carry this disposition now where I'm smiling. Like, you yeah. got a lot of, think about this, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're, you're here in the United States, you got a lot to smile about, right? Yeah. There's a lot, like, even regardless of our struggle, regardless of where we're at, we're still in a pretty good position, right? Yep. Like, we're not, you know, we're not living in a village somewhere with, with, without shoes. You're, yeah. you're, in a, you're in a good position. There's a lot to smile about, a lot to be happy about. And I think that that smile, like when you walk into a place, you can't help, for the most part, I can't help if somebody smiles at me that I end up smiling back, right? Yeah. Like it's just it's just this thing that you do and, and regardless. And so that is an energy that you bring to the table with your clients. It's a choice you make on a daily basis because it's easy to smile on the good days. Right. Nobody has a problem doing that, but no. it's those days where you didn't get any sleep last night and you didn't have your coffee this morning and you're just falling behind and, and it's it's just a tough day or whatever the situation may be, whatever struggles you may be going through, you wanna make sure that you make it a point to still smile. You don't want people to, you want to put, you want to be able to turn it on and be able to smile because that smile could go a long way. Again, whether you're trying to create relationships that if you're trying to network to build your business, you want to be a smiling face. You don't want to walk into a room and have this serious blank stare on your face. Who wants to be friends with that person versus the person who walks into the room and is smiling, right? Right. They, they look a little more friendly. They look a little more welcoming. So smile. Um, but also with your clients, when you're, when you're there, you want to have a smiling face. You don't want to be serious. You want to show them that you're a real human being and that you have, you, you know, you have a, that side to you where, yes, I'm here and I'm working, but I'm also a human and I want to have that relationship with you and I'm going to bring a smiling face. Do you want to do business with somebody who's not smiling? Not in the <laughs> slightest. I'll tell you, man, not, not in the slightest. I want, I want people who are, who are, who are just a joy to be around. That's like even kind of when I'm when I'm when I'm buying a car or when I'm you know when I'm doing something. Not a fan of the car buying process. Oh, not at all. <laughs> like we've talked about this Hate it. a, a lot. It, it, it's 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 difficult. Um, but like kind of think about. I have a, a real estate agent that that I have worked with for years, and he has bought and sold houses for us through the years. And the one thing that I always think about him. And I, the reason I always go back to him is that this individual, he, he, he's always smiling at us. He's always friendly with us and, and always asking us questions yeah. about, Hey, how are your kids? Tell us about what's going on. And, and not just like, Hey, how are your kids? And then, uh, stop listening. So that's what I want to talk about right. next <laughs> is the next point we want to highlight is listen actively. And so we want to talk about where, and, and this goes back to taking a genuine interest, genuine interest, but, but even more, it's, it's taking time to fully listen to what the individual is saying And and this, is, I'll be honest is sometimes can be a struggle for me Same when, here. when, when someone starts giving directions, I immediately stop listening. <laughs> Have you ever have like, especially, you know, when we run appointments as insurance agents and you start talking to a senior and, and 
you know that all I need is your address and I'll be able to find your house. Right. right, but seniors a lot of times still want to give it, still want to give directions. <laughs> hey, you're gonna take a right at the Valero, and you're gonna and you're gonna go through. And so I kind of started doing this thing where I immediately stopped listening, <laughs> until turns out that I probably should have listened every once in a while. <laughs> like like, uh, like you're like, oh man, when you get out, you could be like some you know some. Um, country area right. where you're like, oh man, they did tell me to turn at the uh, at that <laughs> at red, the barn. red barn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, but, but, but outside of that, even when I'm in a conversation with somebody and and we're talking, naturally, I may start thinking about other things. I might be thinking about like going and and seeing my kids after work or 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 doing anything like that. And so, one of the things that I try to make sure to do is kind of come back to that. I want to I want to actively listen to what people are talking about. I want to be engaged by what they're saying. I want to give them uh, nonverbal uh, cues and let them know, hey, I'm, I'm listening. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm nodding my head when you're talking and I'm, I want to, I want to listen to it. I want to, they say something. I want to be smiling when they say it. I want to, I want to think, and that's how you kind of actively listen. Yeah. Listening was something that I, I don't know. It was something that I learned that I needed to improve on. And you want to know where I learned that Toastmasters, which shout out to Toastmasters, but it was something that I read in a book, uh, not this book. It was a different book. They spoke of Toastmasters. I know you had recommended it to me as well. And so I went there because I wanted to improve my public speaking skills, but little did I know that one of the biggest takeaways that I had from Toastmasters was I became a better listener right. because in those Toastmasters classes, they task you, they give you certain tasks and that require, that require you to pay attention to what's going on. And so I became a much better listener. So it translates to your, not only to your work life, but to your everyday life. This is going to help you with the relationships that you're trying to build. But going back to those directions that you were getting from that individual, right? They said, Hey, I know that I can just plug it into my GPS and I can get there. But that senior is going to say, well, you've got to go this way and you've got to go that way. I may just make a note, even though what I do is I actually type in the address to my to my GPS. And if I can locate the the home, I know exactly. OK, I know where it's at. But then I continue to listen and I, I try to do a better job of not zoning them out. And when they say, hey, make sure you turn at that red barn which is exactly where my GPS was taking me, I'll show up to their house and I say, yeah, I saw the red barn and I took a right. Yeah. Even though my GPS was taking me in that direction, it tells that individual that I was listening to them when they were giving me those directions. Yeah, and I, I think that comes down to the, to the next point, which is make others feel important. Yeah, I wanna say something real quick. I have another, I have yeah. another piece that I wanna talk about um, on, the, on the listening is when you're out let's say you're working an event and you're talking to individuals and you're trying to, you're trying to set something up that's going to lead to an appointment. One of the best things, if you just let a person talk and you listen to what they're saying, it's going to tell you everything that they need. It's going to tell you everything that you need so that you can put yourself in a position to make a sale. If they're talking about the things they like about their plan, great. Um, but if you let them keep talking, they're going to talk about the things that they don't like about their plan. And one of the things, there's an agent who, who came on with us. He's been with us for about seven years now. Early on in his career, he had trouble listening because he was just so caught up in what his next line was going to be 
that he didn't take the time to listen. So he'd miss all these, like all the cues, yeah, all the cues that were being given to him. Exactly. So if a person is saying, you know, let's say we're, there's a, there's a new benefit. Let's say silver sneakers was a new thing at the time, right? He was ready to talk about silver sneakers, but if that person was talking to him about how they just, uh, they haven't been able to get into the dentist because they don't know where to go with their insurance. But this agent was just ready to talk about that new silver sneakers benefit. It's like, hey, let's take a step back. Rather than having that next line prepared, listen to what they're saying. And if you let them talk enough, they're going to tell you exactly what they need. And as long as you're listening, you're going to be able to have that conversation with them and put yourself in a position to give you a good opportunity to make a sale. Yeah, that's important in, in, in presenting is is really just that that's a the biggest part because they're going to tell you like in the first 15 minutes of your of your appointment before you even start talking benefits they're going to tell you so much about yeah. about what they're not i remember one time i don't know i'm like I'm, I'm debating whether or not i share this but there was a time that i was in an appointment kind of not listening this is why there was i was not listening and he mentioned that i, I want to say he was uh, schizophrenic and he'd mentioned that to me and then we were talking later and, and he mentioned something that was was something that was frustrating i was like oh man doesn't that make you crazy like doesn't it drive you crazy when people do that and i was like oh my gosh i can't believe that. i just i <laughs> yeah. just said that but but really what that comes to is two things one is is not listening but then also maybe not 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 um, thinking before you speak. Right. <laughs> throw, throw that one in there. But um, but let's let's go ahead and, and talk about how to how to make others feel important. Why that why that would matter in in an appointment. So I remember there was a time, and it, it really stuck with me. And so these are the kind of things uh, I was meeting. This was gosh like fifteen years ago. I was meeting my pastor of my church, and I showed up, and he was about ten minutes late. And so I just kind of waited there the 10 minutes. So he, he, he pulls up kind of like, like real fast in his driveway. I was meeting him at his house and I, I'm getting out of the car and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I was like, it's 10 minutes. No big deal. He's like, it is a big deal. I'm sorry. He's like, that's not cool. I'm not, I like your time is valuable and I'm sorry I was late. And then we moved on. It wasn't yeah. like, he didn't touch on it anymore, but he was like, it is a big deal. And, and that really, that really stuck with me. I'm like, uh, to me, it wasn't. And, and really, you know, I'm, I'm used to pe- people being late. So it's not that big of a deal. But how important do you think I felt in that moment right. when I said that? And kind of thinking and depending on the day that you have, how unimportant do you feel when somebody's 10 minutes late? Right. Right. And so just things like that. So you can't sometimes control that you're going to be late, but you can sure make someone feel important by apologizing and saying, look, I know how valuable your time is. I'm sorry that I was late. Please forgive me. Of course I'll forgive you, you know, but it just depends on on how you approach that and how how important that you can make uh, someone feel. I think another way that you can make people feel important would be to take their calls. Right. So a lot of times agents, even if they're not with a customer, will let it go to voicemail, kind of screen their calls, see what, see what, see what the customer mm-hmm. wants. And then they'll make a decision on well, how fast they'll give them a call back. <laughs> yeah. But how much more important is it? Like, man, I'm picking up that phone. And, and, and a lot of times this happened to me uh, earlier today. And obviously like I deal more now with agents than I do with, with uh, seniors, but, but kind of in the same, same respect, I got a call and immediately I said, 
uh, hey, I'm so sorry. I do want to let you know. I've only got like three or four minutes, but but let's talk. What do you yeah. you know? What what is it? And so I let him know ahead of time. Look, I'm so sorry. I only have just a couple minutes, but 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 shoot, let me see what it is. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, well, I guess we'll talk later. It was kind of a long conversation. They're like, okay, well, let me put down a time. Let's get that as a priority. And so, how important did that agent feel when I'm going to stop what I'm doing, knowing that I, I I'm, I'm super busy, knowing I've got things going on, but I'm they're important enough. We're not only am I going to take that call, but I'm going to make sure to get a time on the book so they're not having to leave a voicemail and all of that right so yeah just before we walked in just before we walked in here to record I got a phone call from a client and I had no idea what it was going to be but rather than putting that phone call off I said let me take this phone call and see what's going on and turns out this this client of mine just ended up just got into the donut hole and was trying to get an explanation of it because she called the insurance and they explained it to her but it in a way that didn't make sense. And so I just took the time to re-explain what the donut hole is, how it works. And once once I, once I we finished having that conversation, she felt so much better. She understood, obviously nobody feels good about being in the donut hole, right. but she felt a lot better that, um, that I actually took the time to explain how that works, even though they had already done that for her. And so as we were wrapping up the phone call, she actually said to me, Oscar, thank you so much for your time. I know you're real busy, so I appreciate you taking my call. She, I'm not making this up. She yeah. really said that to me. Yeah. And so how much does that mean to her? What is that? You think she's going to be loyal to me? You think she's going to stick with me for a long time? She's probably going to refer people to me, which she has already. Right. Um, but it leads to so much more. There's there's so much more than just doing it at at that surface level. I want to make you feel important because Raul and Oscar said that you know from this book that's an important thing. No, it really it 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 has a snowball effect and it can lead to a lot more good things for you. So so many good things. I I, I cannot just just uh, I can't count how many times that it's impacted and had direct impact when I'm making someone feel super important that it, it, it benefits us so yeah. so and let's let's continue to do that um, I think using people's names is a, is, a, is a big one like whenever you meet somebody I would always go out of my way to try to use their name and here's a big one to me is pronouncing it the way that they introduce themselves. How, how important does, does that make feel, someone feel? Yeah. Like, I, I'm taking that, like, especially like if it's a name that you're maybe not comfortable saying, like if it's a harder name, or, or even just when somebody introduces themselves as Michael, and everyone calls them Mike, but when you introduce yourself to them, you, they, said, they, they, they said Michael. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I'm gonna address him, is I'm gonna call him Michael. There's, a, there's an agent, that that I work very close with. He's he's very important. He's an MGA. He's very important to me. And he introduces himself as Daniel. And he is he's Hispanic and that's how mm -hmm. he introduces himself. Everyone calls him Daniel. So anytime I'm in a conversation with him, I, I call him Daniel. Mm -hmm. And it's just I want him to know he's important to me. That's my friend. And in in and regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to you the way that you refer to yourself. Yeah. And it, it just goes a long way to show people, hey, look, I value you. You're an important person to me. And because of that, I'm gonna take the 
take the time to pronounce, even if it's not my strength. I'm not Spanish is not my strength. I may look like it, <laughs> but I looks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I, but but I I don't speak Spanish, and so but I'm going to go out of my way to try to pronounce yeah. it, it the, the way that you do. If you pronounce your name in Spanish, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my way yeah. to, to do that, and so things like that go a long way to show people. You're an important person to me. Yeah. I think we're going to continue to do that. Uh, and I guess the the, na- the last one here that we really want to touch on is win people over by agreeing. There's a way to do that without kind of losing your point. So like if you're in an argument, you're trying to convince someone, hey, this is the right way. You have to find the common ground, things you do agree on in order to get to a point where maybe you can prove your point or maybe kind of persuade them into into the way that you're doing things that really helps with insurance right so so kind of helping people understand like even with their medicare advantage plan wow you've made a great choice you know most people here in 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 san antonio well you san antonio they're choosing between the 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 United Healthcare HMO and the the Humana HMO. So you made a great choice by by picking Humana. Let me show you why this United Healthcare one makes a little bit more sense. Right. So kind of giving people some validation in kind of in, in importance of hey you you did it you made a great choice. But let me just show you this other one. Nobody wants to feel like oh man you you've made a bad choice. And I've had that happen to yeah. me. It doesn't feel good. You're trying to make me feel stupid for making <laughs> for making the decision that you did. That's not going to make me want to buy from you if anything it makes me want to kind of keep you at, at, at arm's length it's like an insult yeah. right if you say why did you choose why did you choose humana because right? yeah. you're you're in there and you're trying to make a sale and they have humana why did you choose humana yeah and that's going to make me put up that wall but instead you actually you, you gave you paid them a compliment and that that's going to make me feel good like right. wow i yeah. made a good choice yeah how many people have ever like and i guess there's some and i guess it, maybe that's that but how many people have ever have have they've gone through and been like yeah uh, I'm sure. I sure you are right. I made a terrible decision, but they, <laughs> yeah, like they, like it, it, that does not work. It's not going to help people. So let's do let's do that. Let's 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 be let's agree with them, even if we have a different uh, option. Let's mm-hmm. let, let's agree to to let people know. Hey, you've done a great job. I knew that it's going to be difficult trying to get through this book. Is again, yeah. There's it, so many points. There's, there's so <laughs> many points and, and so much to it. But I just wanted to to kind of go through. These are the important things. These are the the, the things that are uh, important in 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 what we do. But I would tell people read these books. Get 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 to get to get read this book. Get to know a little bit more. This book changed my life. Could probably do so much more for you. Just in general, not not just in in insurance. But we're here talking, trying to help people for insurance. But there's so many things that that life life feels more fun when when the people around you enjoy being around you. And there's not always this kind of like even like I'm a super competitive person, uh, but all of our main competitors here in San Antonio have a great relationship yeah. with like that competitiveness goes so far as I just like to, like, I want to, I want to win, but it's for me. It's not, it's not against you. It's for me. And so just even things like that, let's, let's make decisions that are going to help us in, in our relationships, help us and put people kind of in a better, it put, 
put people in a, in a good position with us, to have good opinion about you and things like that. So again, How to Win Friends and Influence People is the book. And so we really appreciate that we get to come in and into your car for 30 minutes on your, on your <laughs> drive or whatever it is. Uh, if you have any questions or any kind of topics that you want us to touch on, feel free to shoot me an email. It's rgonzalez, R-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z at tmsbrokerage.com. T like Tom, M like Mike, S like Sierra. And uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Any questions that you have, any comments, feel free to shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. We've got uh, Medicare Agent IQ. We've got a LinkedIn. We've got a Facebook, Instagram, and a, and a Twitter. So, so reach out to us one way or the other. We look forward to hearing more from you. So thank you so much. See you next time.